Welcome to the Bicoastal Hootenanny starring Nate and Adam. I'm and Adam. Adam Tootenanny Wilson, that is, in Brooklyn, New York, where it is currently 63 degrees and mostly clear. And evening on a Tuesday, I'm doing this pretty late. Nate has the day off, so that makes today a Tootenanny Tuesday. Thanks for joining me, Hootenanny. good to see you on the couch there on my left, about six feet down from me. Uh, or rather, and by six feet, I mean 3,000 miles from me, is uh, Nate Frizzell, who on his day off will be joining me for Tootenanny Tuesday. Hey, Nate. Hey, how's it going, Adam? Glad to be here on my day off. Pretty good. How hipster and Jewish is the Fairfax District Fairfax District in Hollywood, California? I haven't seen any Jews today. Uh, so wow. it's, so uh, I've seen a few hipsters, um, and they already got my bike, so there's nothing they can do to me. So you might go five minutes today without bitching about traffic. That's what you're saying. No. Okay, no, probably you're not. You're not going to do Although, it. Although, okay. considering this is a Tootenanny Tuesday, uh, i tell you what, I'll give you a break. Okay. Um, no, I forgot to tell the, the reason why I'm having you on is because I meant to tell you something yesterday on the Hootenanny. Oh, shit. Uh, well, it was about, um, you know, last just last week I went to uh, Terrytown, excuse me, Terrytown, mm-hmm. uh, Terrytown, which was um, uh, the, um, that's the town where uh, just outside of Terrytown took place uh, uh, the Headless Horseman of Sleepy Hollow written by Washington Irving. So I went to Sleepy Hollow. And Very awesome. I went a little early. I, I was going to see Buddy Guy at the uh, Turrytown Music Hall. Uh, and I'd never seen Buddy Guy before. Uh, Buddy Guy, uh, native of Letsworth, Louisiana. Do you know where that is? I don't either. Um, no. Because nobody oh, does. Wait, I feel no- like I, it's like somewhere in the central part. Isn't it like by New Roads or something like that? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's actually just a little north of New Roads. Um, yeah, like right across, I've heard of it. I- right across the river from like Angola. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was going to see Buddy Guy, and I decided to go a little early so I could do a little, um, um, a bit of a uh, literary tour, and I went to the old Dutch church in North Terrytown, oh. which is uh, now known as Sleepy Hollow. It's not known as North Terrytown anymore. It's They've actually changed the name to Sleepy Hollow after that. Was that Johnny Depp in the movie? Who was in the movie? Or John... It- I'm assuming... Johnny Depp, John no, Cusack. I think it was Johnny Depp. Was it Johnny Depp? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, at any rate, I went up there and I found uh, the grave of Eleanor Van Tossel Brush, who was the model for Katrina Van Tossel. Uh, Katrina Van Tossel Brush. Katrina Brush from the Headless Horseman of Sleepy Hollow. That was the chick that Ichabod Crane had a crush on, pissing the ghost of the Headless Horseman off. And I'm like, who's the Headless Horseman? Did that person actually exist? He did, sir. He actually existed. The Headless Horseman was a young 17-year-old lad who lost his head after it was struck by a cannonball in the American Revolutionary War. He was buried that. He was buried in the Brush lot, in the Brush family plot, um, and he was buried, actually, coincidentally, next to Eleanor Van Tossel Brush. Uh, and as legend goes, uh, this little schoolteacher, Ichabod Crane, had the hots for Katrina Brush, and that pissed off the ghost of the Headless Horseman, who scared the shit out of him, and he ran off forever. So, uh, and uh, like so, ran off forever. Like you know, the story always insinuated that he, you know, they said he ran off, but they insinuated that he died. 
did was Ichabod Crane ever seen again? The real life guy? I don't know. I mean, he didn't update his Facebook at the time, so I don't know. Hello. Um, at any rate, so but next to Eleanor Van Tassel is like an unmarked grave, and that is, I mean, according to cemetery records, that's a, a beheaded, a beheaded soldier. They didn't need a <laughs> didn't need a very long casket for that one. So that's basically yeah. that is what we are to assume. Washington Irving uh, took to inspire his characters of the Headless Horseman and Katrina Brush. Interesting. So I went there. Um, so I was wow. happy, happy to do that. Um, okay, then I went and saw Buddy Guy at the uh, Terrytown Music Hall over on Main Street, Terrytown, Town. And God, Nate, God damn it, he kicked ass. He's seventy-seven. Yeah. He's seventy-seven years old, and like this guy, like, um, first off, I walk in. For, let me say first, I walk in, and there's this guy Quinn Sullivan playing a blues set. He's playing a, a, a Stratocaster. And he is wailing on it. And the thing about him is he's 13 years old. And he was, um, look, I've seen I've seen child prodigies on guitar before. But this guy, I mean, this guy actually, okay, he knew what he was doing. And every guitar aficionado is like, oh, it's, it's easy to play that stuff. And I'm like, look, it's easy to shoot free throws too, but it's hard to make 50 in a row. And he was making right. 50 in a row. So I was very impressed with right. this guy, Quinn Sullivan. Uh, of course, guess what state he's from? Quinn Sullivan. Guess what state he's from? Louisiana. No, he's not from Louisiana. His name is Quinn. Just, I don't know what. Quinn Sullivan. Just what? What does that sound like? What city does that sound like? Dublin. Right. <laughs> but what city in the United States does that sound like? You stupid idiot. Boston. Yes, but he's from outside of Boston. Okay, there we go. So yes, he he is a Massachusetts. He is a Bay Stater. He is a masshole. Anyway, but that kid that kid kicked ass, and I was very impressed. He plays right-handed, but he signs autographs left-handed. Not that I got his uh, autograph, but I saw there was an autograph line. The guy was great. And um, Buddy Guy, like, sung his praises. Buddy Guy comes out later. Kicked ass, Nate. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Holy crap. This guy, I mean, the guitar is his dick. I mean, it's just, it was great. <laughs> it was so good. And, like, he would, you know, he, he'd strum. You know, he's, he's, he's fingering the neck with his left hand and plucking and strumming with his right hand. And then he would just stop and just start scratching his ear. And he would just start, like, fingering the neck of the guitar so hard that it was as if he was plucking, like he was just playing a solo with one hand. Wow. So good. Yeah, so good. The guy's... The guy's and he, how old is he? 77. I wish never to shake hands with that man because he would crush my hand. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, his and, fingertips have got to be like a leather satchel. Yeah. And I was... Yeah. I, at first, I was, I was ready to treat the audience of Terrytown with a bit of contempt because... Uh, I mean, it's all it's all white people, and I'm like, oh yeah, you white people know everything about the blues, don't you? And you know, he was campy. He was he played to the crowd. He 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 knows what's up. And he was like, y'all cheer like that. I'll play all fucking night, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, y'all. Y'all know what's up. And then some white dude says like, we love you, buddy. Like I fucking love you too, man. What's up? <laughs> I fucking fuck your wife. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, stuff like that. Uh, and uh, he's like, you know, people ask me all the time. Do you have to live the blues to play the blues? And I'm saying, if you living in this world today, you living the blues, motherfucker. And then mm. he would just wail on, you know, stone crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know how camp. I don't know how much of that was campy, or you know, how much does he does he go back into, into his dressing room after the show like white crack ass motherfucker, not fucking fucking white crack ass cracker. You know, does he hate <laughs> white people? I don't know. He might. He may or may not. I don't know. Although. I mean, if it weren't for white people, he would have no money at this point because it's only old white people that go see him. Now, it's true. Oh, and he, he actually did do a little uh, a bitter, bitter bit of patter. He's like, 
uh, you know, back when, uh, you know, they wouldn't play my records when I was young because they said uh, I was talking about some things they didn't want to put on the radio. Mm-hmm. But now I listen to the radio today. <laughs> and they talking about some things I ain't never even heard of. Uh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So I'm with him on that. He's got a point. I mean, uh, you know, all all back in the day, all you had to be was the wrong color and you couldn't get on the air. Now you can talk about, you know, killing bitches and stabbing their vaginas. We sound like a bunch of old men. Listen yeah. to us. Killing bitches and stabbing their vaginas, says Nathan Frizzell. Man, you are there's gangster. Gotta be, there's got to be something like that out there, you know. Killing bitches, stabbing their vaginas, jazz hands, jazz hands, <laughs> jazz hands Broadway. Okay. Um Nathan Lane, and that'd be, I'd like to see him do that. Anyway, hey, <laughs> about about halfway through the show, I kind of I kind of took a bit of a one eighty on the audience. I was like, hey, wait a minute, hold on. If I go to an art exhibit and look at you know a Van Gogh collection, I look at that and I'm like, I can't I can't draw that. I'm not good enough. I don't I don't I do not possess the skill to um, produce the art that this man has produced. Uh, so then who am I to criticize these white people in upstate New York? It's not really upstate New York, but it's upstate New York in terms of like, you know, a lot of people think that anything, up, you know, anything north of 23rd Street is upstate. But uh, upstate New York, who am I to say to these people, hey, you're being a bunch of posers? No, we're sitting here and appreciating something that we can't do. And I yeah. can't do it. And neither can any of these white people. And he kicked ass. and It was great. And he adds to the list, buddy guy does of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees I have seen in concert. And, uh, Nate, I assume you've seen a few yourself, right? A very few. <laughs> uh, well, well who, who are they? Can you tell me them right now? I can. Uh, I, I have seen Stevie Wonder. Ooh. Not, Did not just see- in concert, but in private concert. Did I ever tell you this story? You saw Stevie Wonder? Yes. Did, I, did uh, hold on. Did he see you? <laughs> uh, no, no. No. Uh, a very quick story I'll share with you, actually. I moved uh, when I moved out to Los Angeles. Uh, one of the things that I did to pay my rent was to uh, I uh, to do catering uh, at catering gigs. And I showed up for this one gig one time. They wouldn't tell us what it was. Uh, they said, drive here, park your car here. And it was in Bel Air, you mm-hmm. know, the famous estates in, in uh, Hollywood right. or Where in was Los it? Angeles. Bel Air. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so I park my car. They pick us up in a van. They bring us. Uh, they start heading up the hills because you know Bel Air is in the hills. Mm-hmm. And so we start going up the hills there. And the uh, the manager sitting in the front seat. And he turns on. And he looks at us. And he goes, "Okay, mm-hmm. this event is the uh, 70th birthday party of uh, Sidney Poitier. <laughs> uh, it is at the home of Quincy Jones." And it will be hosted by Oprah Winfrey. This is the best and episode were... of Party Down I've ever heard. <laughs> right. I said, and they said this will uh, only be attended by seventy-five to one hundred people. Why have you never uh, told me this? I don't know. I, I feel like I had because this yeah. is one of like my top stories of all you time. You were only a cab ride from West Philadelphia, but keep going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so anyway, so I I said get up there. We start doing the party. Like people start filing in. It is the, I mean, the most amazing, like A-listers at every table. Like, uh, you know, I waited on Halle Berry, on um, Jamie Foxx five Wait, days before he won his Oscar for Wait, who? Halle Berry. Thank you. <laughs> Jamie Foxx before, before he won his uh, Oscar five days before. Mm-hmm. And Don Rickles at one table. Um, 
That's right, Don Rickles. Oh, did he? Did he insult you? Stuck out like a sore thumb. Did he insult you, or did he not get around to you? Please tell me he insulted. No, he. Fuck. He was the most. He did not insult me, but he did get around to me. At the end of the night, he was sitting there. Everybody was up dancing. He was sitting there on like his twelfth cup of coffee, and he calls me over and he goes, "You have any more fucking coffee in this joint?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, uh, "Oh yeah, sure. Let me go grab you some." So I go and get it back, and I bring it to him, and he grabs my cheek. He does one of those grandpa. Uh, cheek pinches and he goes you're a good boy you're a good boy look at this kid look at this kid <laughs> he just sends me on my way nate that anyway. sucks that sucks that's a, that's John an Michael awful st- my cheek i know but he didn't insult you you should have said you should have like you know get you know you should have fed him a line like hey how do you like the way i serve coffee mr rickles and then he'd, right. well, he'd be like are you kidding i've had i've had better service from my from my wife's vagina or something like you know I can't be I'm not Don Rickles I'm not bald enough your yet, wife's but, you know. vagina yeah okay fine <laughs> um so anyways halfway through the party so um, like I said this is like an A-list of like people like jaw my jaw dropping and all and I'm supposed to of course be um you know professional in this setting anyway halfway through the party Stevie Wonder walks in excuse me Stevie Wonder is guided in mm-hmm. uh and he wasn't invited he just Decided he, to crash. He accidentally, well, the Stevie Wonder accidentally showed up somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> By yeah, coincidence, well, he shows up where Quincy Jones is. That was the word around the party that he was not on the invite list and he, he just crashed. Of course, everybody was happy to see him. He uh, he sits down, he, he sits out of the piano and leads mm-hmm. everybody in happy birthday to City Poitier. And then he starts singing Sign Seal Delivered. Uh, then he sings a couple other songs, but I my table was literally five feet from the stage. Mm-hmm. And I was standing, I could have reached out and touched him while he was performing. Wow. Uh, yeah. I wonder if so the ba- my, in the, it was in amazing. The, in the back of his mind, was it like, if, is this a bunch of drunk frat boys that are doing very good impressions of my friends? Because if it is, I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill all these white motherfuckers. I swear to God. Well, you know, they say that uh, uh, Ray Charles used to insist on being paid in $1 bills because he never trusted anybody to pay him the right amount. Whoa. Uh, that way he could count. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Who else have you seen? Uh, well, uh, that's that's really the only Hall of Famer. Although I did one time walk past a ripoff version of the Four Tops at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi, well, Mississippi. There's no way. Wait, were they listed as the Four Tops? But you they know, they were listed like, as the Four Tops, but it was not them. But that's one of those groups where, like, you know, the coasters, the drifters, the searchers, the temptations, the temptations. Uh, they're all. You know, there's been 80 dudes who were in each of those bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hold on. So now. that's it. Um, really? There, there can't, that can't be it. There's got to be somebody else you've seen. I was looking through, and I'm I'm tempted to say that I've seen both Elton John and Ray Charles, but because how would you I not remember that? Well, that? because I I didn't see them in concert. I've seen them I've seen them in person, oh, and I've okay. seen them like I saw like for example, I'll give you an example. Who who I know he's not a Hall of Famer yet, but uh, I was on an episode of Hot in Cleveland. Uh, well, right at the week after Huey Lewis was on, and he came to the set, and I got to meet him. Mm. So there's Huey Lewis, and he sang to the audience. Mm-hmm. So does that count as singing in concert? Or? Well, it doesn't count because he's not in. But uh, like um, Huey Lewis, uh, like I would say he wouldn't get in. But then John Mellencamp got in, and I like Huey Lewis, and I hate John Mellencamp. But uh, yeah. I mean, if John Mellencamp's in, Huey Lewis should be in, right? I mean, I mean, look, come on, tell me that when uh, Power of Love comes on the radio, you don't shake your fanny. Uh, I don't shake my fanny. That's actually one of my least favorite Huey Lewis songs, but I do have like 20 Huey Lewis songs that I love. I think he's a good man's man. And uh, yeah. I, there's no way that those rumors are untrue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what rumors? I don't know what you're talking about. There's a rumor about him. You, you talking about his, his prowess? Yeah. Oh. 
There's well, no, all right. Yeah. And then people don't, you know, 10,000 women wouldn't just make that up. So. <laughs> I will say this. When I met him, he looked me right in the eye, shook my hand, introduced himself as Huey Lewis, not in the pretentious Hollywood douchebag way of I'm Huey Lewis, but he looked at me like introduced himself as one man should another man. He's like, hi, I'm Huey Lewis. Like as if he's genuinely introducing himself to me. He's like, yeah, I fucking know who you are, mm-hmm. but you're a gentleman and you have a really strong grip on your handshake. You feel like a leather bag. Gotta have, gotta have a strong grip. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna, you know, if you're, you're on the road, you gotta take care of that big monster. Gotta have a strong grip, oh. Nate. All right, that was a little bit too much information. I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, it's a long drive from Wichita Falls to Shreveport, you know, and uh, you gotta get some business done. It's not gonna take uh, an Adam Wilson grip. It's gonna have to take a Huey Lewis grip to take care of business. Huey Lewis grip. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. All right. Well. If that's God, I I can't believe that that's all. By the way, anyway, um, have you? Well, what about what about uh, bands that are like currently almost eligible? Have you seen any of those? Like, well, I'm looking through this list here, and I've seen Green Day. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm I think I say. think I think they're going to get in one day. I don't think they're going to get yeah. in on the first ballot, but they'll be in. I used I to love I used to love Green Day, but until they sucked. Yeah. Um, I've seen Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, but who hasn't from the South? True. Uh, I've 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 seen on it. Believe it or not, I've seen Queen Latifah in person. I don't know how that happened. Queen Latifah. Hold on, hold on. Back to Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah is on my list of uh, chicks that are in my spank bank that I usually don't tell dudes about because uh, I figure I'll be oh. judged negatively. I love that woman. I think she's very attractive. Ooh. I'm very attracted to that woman. I want to have sex with that woman. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, 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 what... I, I can tell you with 100% certainty she is not attracted to me. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It's very true. Um, I've seen, uh, well, another person that I've, I'm sort of like, you know, six degrees of separation from, or actually two degrees of separation from, is uh, Alice Cooper, who mm-hmm. is currently in. Yeah, he got uh, in. But I've never seen him in concert. Okay. But like, um, uh, uh, okay, like. Dire Straits aren't in. Like I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's a great band. Yeah. They should be in, especially if like fucking Bon Jovi got in. And Bon Jovi's great, but Dire Straits is better. That's my opinion. Sure. Anyway, here's well, who I. Speaking of Bon Jovi, here's who I've seen. Okay. My, fir- my first concert ever was Bon Jovi, and they have gotten in. Um, in fact, I was in. Uh, that was in Huntington, West Virginia, and uh, John Bon Jovi wore for most of that concert. A blue sequined Superman jacket that looks like something that like an eight year old girl would wear to, um, you know, like cheerleading tryouts or something like that. <laughs> that shot ended up being in the "Lay Your Hands on Me" video, so that's um, nice. a, a little claim to fame. Uh, I saw ZZ Top in uh, Shreveport at the Hearst Memorial Coliseum. Uh, I saw Paul McCartney at a David Lynch benefit at Radio City Music Hall. I'm not into transcendental medica- meditation or medication, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that uh, I talked about th- that on this show before with Stephen Black um, sprung for the tickets. Good on you, Steve. I still owe you a beach. Anyway, um, Ringo Starr I saw that night as well. Donovan I saw that night. Mike Love, who was inducted as a Beach Boy, I saw that night. Back in 2000 at Reunion Arena in Dallas, I saw The Who. I've seen Bob Dylan twice. I saw Leon Russell this past summer with Yelena. Oh, he was so good. Now, I was in a production of Tommy. Does that count Does that count for me as The Who? Of course not. It doesn't, you idiot. Um <laughs> I saw, I, Neil, let's see, I saw Neil Young and Crazy Horse. I've seen Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis. I saw Steely Dan. Some chick, some like 20-year-old chick, some like 20-year-old hot chick calls me up one day and says like, hey, Adam, do you like Steely Dan? And I'm like, hold on. I know who this is, and she's only 20. Let me just go ahead and answer yes to this because 
this can't be bad. So I was like, yes. I don't like Steely Dan, Nate, but, you know, I went ahead and said <laughs> yes. I said, yeah, I like Steely Dan. So I got free front row tickets to see C- Steely Dan at the Beacon Theater on the Upper West Side. It was a cool concert. Nice. I didn't get it. I, I kind of don't like them. I've seen Leonard Skinner. saw the Rolling Stones. Thank you, Yelena. I saw the OJs uh, on 125th Street, the, the original OJs. They were just playing uh, in front of, like, Bill Clinton's office on 125th Street in Harlem, and I just stuck around for, like, two hours and watched him sing. It was great. <laughs> I saw Aerosmith. I've seen per, uh, Percy Sledge. Run DMC I saw on the parade grounds at LSU. This was um, Whoa. This was in their lean years. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean everything after 1994? Well, way before that. But, yeah, but I saw them in, like, 99. But, I mean, they hadn't been relevant in a while. But I mean, they were innovative in their uh, in their genre, and this was like the stage was like a couple of tables pushed together, and uh, the whole time I'm sitting standing next to my friend. I think it was Stephen Black, in fact. And I was like, you know, Aerosmith's going to show up. They didn't show up, but you know, I just, I just knew Aerosmith's <laughs> going to show up. Uh, I saw Eric Burden and the Animals down um, at Bon Fett in Baton Rouge. In fact, Bon Fett. Uh huh. I've seen David Byrne, who has been inducted as a Talking Head. I saw Doctor John at one point. I saw Ad Rock, who is a beastie boy. Uh, I saw Patty Smith open for Neil Young. Actually, I don't know if Patty Smith's in, but she should be in, so I'm counting her. She and, is in. Oh, is she good? I saw, her, I saw her on the list. Oh, good. And I saw Buddy Guy. So that's uh, that's my list. I was going to have Jeremy. I was going to have Jeremy White on this episode to talk about this kind of stuff uh, because he's 43, and I figure he's got a long list himself. Like he's in a 43 year old <laughs> guy who was in the Navy. I figure like he's seen a lot of you know a 43 year old guy who's in the Navy who uh, has been to New Orleans a bunch. I figure he's seen a lot of concerts, and he's like, oh, man, I've only been to, like, four concerts in my life. Uh, ZZ Top's in, right? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, what about Information Society? I'm like, what? <laughs> the the guys who are saying pure energy? No, they're not in, you idiot. I, But, Adam, are you really surprised? I mean, he can't get himself tickets to the LSU game. Right. Uh, not, not even a good LSU game. The fucking LSU-Kent State game. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Jeremy. Um, Don't worry, Jeremy. I'll let you know if I have any leads. <laughs> the Glenn Gary lead. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, uh, you know, as you're saying all these names, I-, I know that there's more on my list because I used to go to um, Jazz Fest all the time when I was yeah. a kid. The problem is when you're young, when you're that age, you-, you have the attention span of something that with no attention span. So I've forgotten a number of these things. But I know that I've seen more. Yeah. Well, good job keeping track of that, Nate. Yeah, well, you know, you that's see that's the thing though. Like this is your thing. This is your bag. Like if I asked you to name like all the the actors that you've like run across in your day, uh like, you know, celebrities. I mean, I'm sure you could tell me Philip Seymour Hoffman cuz that happened recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh but beyond that, could you name every single one that you've ever seen? Hell yeah. Really? I remember Everyone? In, two, in 2003, I remember uh I'll never forget who walked in when I was uh, working at Kinkos on a Saturday afternoon in 2003. You know who it was? Who? Leon. That's right. Oh, just, just Leon. Leon, Black Jesus from the Like of Prayer video, the tall guy from Cool Runnings. Yeah, he's in the first couple episodes of uh, Oz, if I'm not mistaken. First couple seasons, I mean. Mm, I get it. I get it. Anyway, but like, I remember him walking in, and I was like, "Hey, that's that." I was like, "Hey, Bo," the guy I was working with. I was like, "Hey, Bo, that's that actor." What? What's he in? And then Bo was like, I know him from Cool Runnings, but I don't know him from anything else. And I was like, yeah, me too. I don't know him from anything else. Well, I don't want to go up to him and go like, hey, aren't you that guy from Cool Runnings? Because that was like 12 years ago. You know, that was like 12 years earlier. 
because uh, I didn't know if like he's like you know some Shakespearean actor who'd like be offended that I saw him from that stupid fart joke John Candy movie about bobsledding, even though it's based on a true story. <laughs> and it's sort of a serious movie, but like it's not a great movie. Uh, so uh, I decided, like, screw it. I'm gonna just gonna go talk to him. And I said, hey, hey, uh, aren't you an act? You're an actor, aren't you? And he's like, yeah. He smiled, and I was like. What do I know? And I said, "What do I know you from?" And he's like, "Cool Runnings." And I'm like, "What?" Ah. And that's all he said. You know what would have been embarrassing if he'd said, "Waiting, waiting to exhale." Oh yeah. And you'd be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I never saw Waiting for Exhale. I'm not a 38 year old. No, I know, black but, chick, it, but it would have. But if he'd said that, you would have been like, "Oh." Yeah, this is where I know you from. <laughs> it'd have been funny if he said, "Not waiting for exhale." I'll tell you that because your white yeah, ass right. didn't watch that movie. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, good times. Hey, but that's it. I just wanted to tell you about my my, uh, my trip to Terrytown uh, because I was really happy to go there. And that's uh, a pretty cool experience, man. Good for you. It really was. I like I like those literary uh, literary little uh, tourist tours, literary tours. In fact, um, say that I, again. Literary what? Literary tours. I can go on. I like doing a little scavenger hunts in other towns. So that's it. Um, hey, uh, you need to get back to work so you can go camping this week. And what's hey, hey, and let me tell you something, Nate. I know you talked about this yesterday. How uh, the, you know the government shutdown might affect your camping trip because uh, mm-hmm. you know the national parks might be shut down. Hey, man, a national park that's been shut down by the government. You know what that's called? The woods. Just go. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm 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 down with that. I uh, I just don't want to get arrested and thrown into jail in Big Sur. Uh, Big Sur has like got three people in it, and they're all park rangers. And if oh, they I throw see. me in jail, nobody's ever going to hear from me again. Okay. But I have some good news on that front. Uh, I just discovered that the park that I'm going to is actually a state park, which does not operate under the same guidelines. So oh, I have got the green light, baby. Excellent. Uh, well, good. It's good to know that. So, uh, well, good luck to you. Tell us about it next week on the Hoot Nanny. Why don't you? I shall. Okay. Well, good luck. Don't uh, don't get eaten by a burr. Oh. Oh Lord, that's right. And that's what I'm talking about, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna try yeah. not to get scared of burrs. Oh Lord, I was. That's gonna be more scared in that movie Insidious. Because I have <laughs> nightmares all the time, girl. Don't you worry, girl. I'm gonna take her. Okay, that's it. Let's stop making fun of black people for two seconds. Maybe I'll see okay. a wild burr running through the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That has been Tootinetti Tuesday, a subsidiary podcast of our parent podcast, The Bike Coastal Hootinetti, starring Nate and Adam. For Nathan Frizzell in Hollywood, California, I have been Adam Tootinetti Wilson in Brooklyn, New York. This has been Tootinetti Tuesday. For all our friends back home and everyone else in between, I say, along with my friend Nate, swing it to